This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The first illnesses appeared around 1920, and initially, doctors were baffled. Otherwise healthy young women were suddenly sick with a number of ailments, including anemia and cancer. But the most concerning symptom these working-class women had was necrosis of the jaw. Their faces were literally rotting away. So what did these young women have in common other than their symptoms? They were all factory workers. Every one of them worked in radium dial factories in New Jersey, Illinois, and Connecticut. The women who were falling ill were employed as painters of radium dials. They painted watch dials, clocks, and instruments for ships and aircraft with glow-in-the-dark paint. Eventually, they'd learned that it was radium poisoning from the paint that was slowly killing them. Later, as lawsuits against their employers mounted, the press dubbed the women the Radium Girls. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email with James Stem, a curator of the National Museum of Nuclear Science and History. He explained, When Marie Curie and Pierre Curie discovered radium in 1898, it was only the third radioactive element discovered. While radium had no practical applications at first, it was soon discovered that the radiation emitted by radium could kill living cells, and doctors began using it to treat cancers. Stem said, A new treatment for cancer obviously created a sensation. 
and many people concluded that if radiation could cure cancer, then it must be good for you in general. Both legitimate medical practitioners and frauds grabbed the idea and ran with it. Iradium became a major fad. It was promoted as a cure for anything and everything. A company sold devices that infused radium's radiation into drinking water. And Stem said, Iradium also appeared in other consumer products, such as cleaning products, disinfectants, and cosmetics. And companies added the word radium to their products simply as a marketing tool, even when there was no radium used. Another industry also began using radium, but not for its curative abilities. On its own, the element glows dimly in the dark. When mixed with a substance like zinc, it takes on a bright green color that can make for a glowing paint. Industrial manufacturers realized that this paint, known as radium paint, could be used to make instruments and clocks visible at night. Demand grew as World War I began. In 1914, the United States Radium Corporation, or USRC, was founded. USRC hired young women to delicately apply paint to these instruments. Their small hands were suited to the detailed work, and the jobs paid well and were considered somewhat prestigious, especially considering the lack of employment opportunities for women at the time. Stem said, at the height of the industry in the early 1920s, about 2,000 women were employed. Estimates of the total number of women employed in the industry between 1917 and 1935 vary, but a number approaching 10,000 is not unreasonable. The women would mix their own paint from radium dust and other ingredients. They were soon known as ghost girls because the dust made their skin, hair, and clothes glow. When they went out after work, some of the women even used radium paint on their teeth to brighten their smiles. But even those who didn't still often had direct contact with the paint. Stem explained, once the paint was mixed, the extremely fine detail painting required very sharply pointed paintbrushes. To ensure a sufficiently sharp point, the women were told to use their lips and tongue to shape the brush. And they had to do this repeatedly throughout the day to keep that fine point. The women's employers assured them that the paint was harmless, but soon many of the women fell ill, some severely with necrosis of the jaw. Stem said, This extremely painful and disfiguring condition was the most common of the diseases suffered by the radium girls. Radium poisoning caused the victims' jaws to disintegrate over time, eventually killing them. By the time the first dial painter died in 1923, the medical community had begun to suspect that radium exposure was the cause. By the late 1920s, many of the women had fallen dangerously ill. Several had died. Although USRC continued to assure the workers that they were safe, the company knew that working with radium was dangerous. Stem said, a report commissioned by USRC in the early 1920s concluded that the total lack of safety precautions was putting the dial painters in danger. The company submitted a falsified version of the report to officials and suppressed its findings, continuing to refute the idea that its radium dial paint was making anyone sick. Stem said, When one of USRC's senior chemists died of aplastic anemia in 1925, it became obvious that there was a connection. Studies by officials in New Jersey proved that the women were suffering from radiation poisoning and that it had come from the radium that they were exposed to in their workplace. 
By the late 1920s, five women sued USRC in Orange, New Jersey, starting with Grace Fryer. It took Fryer two years to find an attorney to take the case, but once she did, four other women joined. Newspaper headlines dubbed them The Living Dead and The Radium Girls. Their attorney, Raymond Berry, hired 30-year-old physicist Elizabeth Hughes, who used an electroscope to measure radioactivity in the breath of the five dial painters. Hughes testified that all five women had ingested so much radium that their breath was toxic. Hughes' testimony gained worldwide attention. To avoid the bad publicity, USRC agreed to an out-of-court settlement. Stem said, It was one of the first instances in the United States in which employers were held liable for the health and safety of their employees. It led to the creation of workplace safety regulations and of government oversight organizations like the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. By 1927, more than 50 women had died because of radium paint poisoning. But the Radium Girls story doesn't end there. Their story saved consumers' lives, too. Their suffering made the public aware of the dangers of radium. Stem said, By 1935, the use of radium in most consumer products had ended, and government regulation banned its use. Radium was still used in aircraft instruments, with a lot more safety precautions in place, until the 1970s, but today it's been replaced by technology that's a lot less deadly. And some of the radium girls lived long lives. Mabel Williams, for instance, worked at USRC at age 16. She lived to the ripe old age of 104. Another, Mae Keen, died in 2014 at the age of 107. They are legends in American and women's history. Today's episode is based on the article, The Radium Girl's Dark Story Still Glows with Death and Deceit, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Kate Morgan. If you'd like to hear more about the Radium Girl's story, check out the first episode of my other podcast, American Shadows. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klein. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.